0: just to end cut cut scene cut it off at the end there that's the way it rolls good good morning looks like we've got paul out already good morning paul good to see you this morning i've got a weird small little fly flying around me came in here to get out of the cold i think he thinks he's an acrobat oh what a day. What a day. Here we are. It is Wednesday, September 23rd, 2020. Still rolling through the year. Things are going well. How are things going with you? I hope they're going well. I hope things are going good. A lot in the news today. I had, had a conversation last night with a young man. Just got out recently from the Navy i uh, trying to get into the cyber field. I want to talk to you about talk to you about him. He actually may be on this morning. I don't know if he's on this morning or not. We'll see if he's on. Um, four. I was trying to keep three stories. Trying to keep keep three stories or three stories here in the United States. Uh, three stories today, but I end up throwing I threw the fourth one in there just because because I had to. I had to. So first up. Uh, Judge of Missouri sentencing the Dark Overlord. Um, just a a bunch of stuff for him. So, Dark Overlord getting his day in court. Um, Chrome has a bunch of patches. They released the information about the patches. No patch yet. Not yet. Um, third story I had, this was my last story, was the German officials, German folks, uh, have tied you know a couple days ago monday i think we talked about the hospital that was under ransomware attack and the unfortunate lady had got rerouted to another hospital and she died um the germans have tied that to russian hackers and uh that should not should not be too awful surprising to most of you guys it's just it's just what it is and then i was getting ready I was getting ready to close out the notes, get them launched into YouTube, and get everything all set up. And this Call of Duty thing was bugging me yesterday. Um, Yesterday, Activision, well, yesterday, some folks had posted that Activision had been breached, and Call of Duty accounts had been compromised. Compromised. And I was like, well, let me look. And I couldn't find anything official from Activision yesterday. So I didn't talk about it yesterday. yesterday. Yesterday, it, it should have been the big news yesterday if it was, in fact, true. So today, Activision, I guess late last night, um, Activision came out about information about this Call of Duty breach. And I added that as the really the third story. I'm going to end up today with the, the Russian hackers. But that's what's on your docket today. I've got... A steaming hot cup of illy coffee. I've got a little bit of, you know, I always like that when they, there's green in the cup and it does weird things with the green screen. In the back, illy coffee. So if you haven't, please like, subscribe, hit the bell to be notified, comment, all the things I ask you to do because we're YouTube and that's what you do on YouTube. Also know this this show this morning show will be available later today, sometime after nine o'clock on Spotify and um, iTunes and all of the all the podcasts out there, Amazon, all over the place. If you want to listen to it in audio only format, so if you you want to download it and take it with you for some reason, you can do that. It's available to take out with you. Um, Eric's here this morning. Morning, Eric. Good to to hear from you. The other thing we should probably talk about is, while it is not awful pretty, um, the mentorship site is up on Cyber Recon. So, uh, I think it's just cyber, cybr dash dot com front slash mentor. Mentor, I think is all it is. Let's see if that's it. Mentor or mentorship. That's mentorship. But if you put mentor in, ah, the internet's smart, smart enough. So um, cyber-recon.com front slash mentorship. Both forms are there. Uh, it's not the prettiest page yet, but it's going to get the job done until we can make it pretty this weekend. If you want a mentor there's a form there. If you want to be a mentor, there's a form there. Fill out whichever one is appropriate to your situation. Maybe you want to be a mentor in one area and want a mentor in another area. That's cool too. I I don't see any problem with that. I'll finish getting this thing fleshed out so it looks a little better, but I wanted the form out there. I know Eric and Alex, you guys are good to go not to worry about about that one anybody else that needs a mentor wants a mentor wants to participate in the mentor program in any way shape or form even if you don't want to be a mentor but you want to contribute in some other way fill out the volunteer to be a mentor form and just explain what you want to do to help Um, trying to keep it to a number that you can sustain so in the mentor form it's going to ask you how many how much time can you devote per week to being a mentor and we do want, we want to help those younger folks coming up in the world of security, cyber, and risk. Help them get where they need to go. Um, and again, I'm going to start off, I'm going to start off this morning, after the intro, I'm going to start off with my conversation with a young uh, Navy veteran last night uh, about cyber security. So, I'll play the intro, we'll be back, we'll start with that, then we'll talk about the news, we'll wrap up with what the day is for your water cooler talk. So stay around. We'll be right, right, right back. Do do do. I guess I'm gonna, bring the, I'm gonna bring the screen back over there. Um, I don't know if you guys there was a behind the scenes look at this setup that's really kind of messy right now. Uh, Just because it by Wednesday, Thursday it gets kind of messy. But if you've never seen it, I'll probably do another behind the scenes so you guys can see what I see in the morning and the bright, bright lights that are blinding me at this early in the morning. Um, But here's the deal. Here's the deal. I uh, Mako, you you guys know Mako's hanging around here Um, later in the day. Mako helps uh, with a ton of stuff, help security stuff, some editing stuff, some all over, all just all around. Master of cable termination and punch down, all kinds of things Mako does um, that I probably would, too much to list. But he had a friend who's Navy veteran. Just um, got out, six years in the Navy, uh, radar tech. Got out and they told him go into either IT or security. So he picked security. So he went out and he did the things he was supposed to do. He doesn't have a degree which is fine Uh, a a lot of people don't have degrees but he's got his security plus um he's got splunk he's splunk certified he has uh just passed his red hat plus i think it's red hat plus or linux plus whichever the linux the CompTIA linux certification that that plus linux plus or red hat plus whichever one it is um we weren't sure about his, he, he had a clearance, he had a top secret clearance in the Navy. Um, but we're not I'm, not, I'm not sure the status of, if that's still active, reinstatable, where he's at as far as top secret or secret, whatever. But this is, this, guy's, this is the guy's kind of background. This is where he's at in the world. And he's trying to get a job in security in the DMV. So he's out here in the DMV, but he's willing to travel. He's willing to go somewhere else. And he can't get past. He can't get past this this HR hurdle. And I think, in my mind, that's what it's got to be. Because talking with him, I'm I'm a hiring manager where I work. So, if I was looking for someone to come in, you know, and he's he's just looking for entry level security jobs. He's not, he's not trying to be the CISO. He's not trying to be, you know, the head of risk or whatever. He. He just wants to get a get his foot in the door in security, and get working in security, um, IT even. So, what I'm thinking there's there's two things here I think that are kind of running in parallel, and this is why I think the mentorship stuff is so important. It's either got to be something in his resume that's setting things off. So maybe, you know, he was afraid. You know, he's, he set up a bunch of stuff in his own home. He set up a, a NAS server. He set up a bunch of stuff, but he's afraid to put that on his resume because he doesn't think he thinks that's just it, it's irrelevant. But I think it to me it's relevant. You know, that's under hobbies or something like that. You put it somewhere that you're doing this stuff on your own. Um, and that's you got to get past the HR meant that HR hurdle because the hiring manager is behind the HR gate and HR doesn't necessarily know what's what on these these job wrecks. So so that's part of it. Um. And the other part, maybe, he's just in the interview. Maybe that's 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 what's tripping him up. So that's why I think this mentorship stuff is so important. So I'm gonna have him send me a copy of his resume. I'll look his resume over. See if we can't do some some work on there. But he's 85, 70 qualified. He's got. He's either re- reinstatable or maybe I'm thinking his is at least his secret may still be active. Just needs to be turned back on. I don't. I don't, I don't know where it is. And if we're doing this to ourselves as a as a community, uh, we need to stop. Um, the only thing that, you know, maybe is, is, is holding him up is he doesn't have a degree. And I don't personally, I know when I came in, degrees were not all that important. Then they became super important. And now I think they're waning again. Um, a lot of jobs, honestly, you know, if you're technically savvy, I don't know why you need a degree. Um, some jobs, obviously, some jobs you need, you need a degree. That's why, um, that's why you got to balance the, the job rack. Not every job needs um you know, entry level person on, you know, mids or overnight in the SOC doesn't need a master's degree and a CISSP and 15 years of experience. You're never going to get that person, unless you know, unless there's something terribly wrong. So, as hiring managers, we need to, to tune those. Job wrecks those position requirements to what they really need to be uh, HR folks. We need to get them trained up on, you know, what's what yeah, I've seen. I've seen it before. Oh, I've seen it before where a job would require a security Plus and somebody comes in with the CISSP and they say that they're not qualified. Um, it's because HR guys don't know how things work. That's, That's my view of this thing. I'm I'm looking for you guys. What's your input on this guy? This this young veteran, six years service the country, has a clearance either either reinstatable or or maybe still possibly still active. I don't I don't have the ability to look in like scattered castles or anything like that. Um, has got certifications, Linux certified. Security Plus certified, Splunk certified. So, to me, it's like perfect for like right into a sock somewhere. He doesn't, he doesn't, and he's not particular. Just he wants to get into security, get get his feet going. Um, maybe Eric, maybe you you can help help with this one. Um, awesome opportunity for folks like me that already seen some some great benefits. Uh, thank you, Jim and Alex. Nah, thank you, Eric. It's all about the community, right? Help each other. Help. Help each other out. That's and that's what I'm worried. You know, I don't want to, you know, call this guy out or anything. Um, but given the situation, given the situation, how is it that he can't get his foot in the door in an entry-level job somewhere? I, I don't know. And I was hoping, hopefully, Alex is out there somewhere this morning because I've talked. I talked to him a little bit. You know, Alex, how you know uh, a ton of people in this area. Maybe you can have some insight on on this thing that I don't I'd like to I, first thing I guess first thing is seeing his seeing his resume um, seeing what he's got down there maybe we can tune that and get that right sized and in the right place to to move forward so that's that's my first morning rant that's going to talk about first up this morning is just why do we make it so hard to get people into the entry level jobs into these jobs getting people started in this field why 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 do we make it so hard? Last stats I read, next year, by the end of next year, will be three and a half million security professionals short globally. Three and a half million short. Um, doesn't, make, doesn't make sense why we don't build our own security people. Why can't we get people that want to do this in, get them in a position, mentor them, and develop them into security professionals. They got the desire, especially this this kid's got the desire. He's he's out there, he's doing it on his own. He's passing the certifications and he can't get any can't get any traction. This is how you this is how we burn people out. This is how we get people to not want to come into the field. Or they come in the field and they just I I don't know. We got to take care of our own. Um you know I think back to the eighties when I was growing up. When I was growing up in the eighties Unions were pretty big. And I think some places they still are. But when I was growing up, in a, I grew up in a small town in Kalispell, Montana. little town in northwest Montana. And if you wanted to be a bricklayer, you went out and you became an apprentice bricklayer. And you did all the crap work. But you worked for a master bricklayer. And he or she, generally he, taught you the trade. Taught you how to... Be a Mason, not a Mason as the club or the, the fraternal organization, but a bricklayer, someone who can do wonderful things with masonry. Um, same thing with glass, same thing with you know construction, welding. All these things didn't require you go out and get a degree. They just, you just did them. And I think there's a ton, I've talked about this before, so I'm back on that soapbox. There are a ton of jobs in security that you don't need a degree. You really don't. Um, honestly, come on, we... we. You guys have been doing this a while, you know there's a lot of jobs. You, if you're technically savvy, if you can pass the certification, that's that's what you need. We need people that are technically strong. And, and you and I know how this, if you've got a, a degree of any kind, you know how it's structured. Yeah, half of it's gonna be Those those, I guess, core requirements. History, math, science—all those things—and then half is going to be, maybe even less than half is going to be your concentration. So, stay a, a two-year degree, maybe a year of that, maybe a year is going to be in your concentration. So, if you do IT, you do security, maybe a year of that. Um, I think you know the year—a year is a year of, under a mentor is more worthwhile to me, and I know there's there's. That some of the jobs requ- requ- require a bachelor's degree, require a master's degree, require an associate's. But I'm not saying every job needs that. I just am not saying that. Good morning, Alex. Good to good to good to see you. We were just talking about you. I don't know if you heard heard me talking about you. So I know you have an a, a network around the D.C. the DMV. Um, know a lot of folks what I'm saying Alex you know a lot of folks I don't know a lot of folks um, I know you guys I know the good people you guys um, that's a good thing so that's that's I don't know what's the way ahead guys uh, build, building a, a, a core of mentors how do you get people experience how do we you know and that's the other thing is how do you build opportunities for people to get experience and that seems to be the the uh, the double-edged sword no, you didn't hear us talking about you, uh, or no, you don't know a lot of people. Alex saying nope, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I said, Alex, if you didn't, if you didn't hear, I was talking about a, a young man I met last night, six-year Navy veteran, had at one point a top-secret clearance. We're not sure if it's active or not anymore. Secret might still be active. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, in that case, um, security plus certified, either Linux plus or Red Hat. Plus, whichever one the comp is, Splunk certified, um, in the DMV out here in the DC area, willing to travel. Can't get his foot in the door. Can't get in the door anywhere. Um, weird situation. So that's that's what we're kind of talking about talking about that as we start off the morning. Start off the morning with with his story. And how do we get? How do we people like him? You know. And, and Eric, I think you, you kind of uh, alluded to the same things. How, how do you get that first gig? How do you get the first job? How do you get that first, you know, past the catch-20? And this was the guy, guy told me last night. It's a, it's a catch-22. It's that same old catch-22. It's I need experience to get the job, but I can't get experience without the job. It's like cart before the horse. So obviously, you know, men, uh, mentorship program with some type of opportunity to volunteer places would be great if you could volunteer. There's a lot of places that need security, and we've talked about this before. Um, I haven't seen Dennis on for a while, but Dennis was looking into some stuff in North Carolina about you know the securing voting and that kind of stuff. Um, but man, it's got to be good. Got to be awake. Got to be a way ahead, man, to take care of these young folks coming up. This really has to be. Has to be. I'm telling you, friends. Friends, there's got to be a way to take care of folks. So, Department of Justice is up in the news. The DOJ, let me get this screen over, over yonder by the blinding blinding light over there. We'll put that over there. So, judge sentences UK national for role in Dark Overlord Hacking Group. Um, St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, heck. Actually, got the, it wasn't even on purpose I got the Missouri Cup today. Um, United Kingdom National pled guilty today to conspiring to commit aggravated identity theft and computer fraud and was sentenced to five years in federal prison. Um, U.S. District Judge Ronnie White for the Eastern District of Missouri sentenced Nathan Wyatt, 39, who participated in a computer hacking collective known as the Dark Overlord, which targeted victims of the St. Louis area beginning in 2016. Wyatt was extradited uh, from the United Kingdom to the Eastern District of Missouri, December 2019, last December. Judge White also ordered Wyatt to pay uh, $1,467,084 in restitution. That's a bill you don't want. Wow. Um, Yeah. So... Dark Overlord has victimized immutable employers in the United States. Many of them repeatedly, said U.S. Attorney Jeff Jensen of the Eastern District of Missouri. I'm grateful to the victims who came forward despite the ransom threats and the prosecutors and agents who were first to catch and punish a member of the Dark Overlord in the United States. Um... Like this guy, special agent in charge, SAC. Richard Quinn of the FBI St. Louis Field Office says, cyber hackers mistakenly believe they can hide behind the keyboard. In this case, the FBI demonstrated once again that it will impose consequences on cyber criminals no matter how long it takes or where they are located. Um, That goes back to the story from Monday where we've got to, to, to... Pull, to rein these things in, there's that, that political... It's got to go beyond law enforcement, right? Um, so... Um, end of the story. Wyatt admitted that beginning in 2016, he was a member of the Dark Overlord, a hacking group that was responsible for mem- remotely accessing the computer networks of multiple U.S. companies without authorization. That's a big breach of the U.S. Uh, the Computer Security Act of 87. Uh, victims of the Eastern District of Missouri included healthcare care providers, accounting firms, and others. Wyatt admitted that dark overlord, dark overlord co-conspirators acted by obtaining sensitive data from victim companies, including patient medical records and personal identifiable information, PII and PHI, and then threatening to release uh, the company stolen data unless they paid the ransom of between 75,000 and 350,000 in Bitcoin. Um, so he also maintained the wallets and all that stuff So that's what this guy did. That's what this guy did and thats that this goes back to you know the why why they do it. Why these bad guys do it, why they do the the, um, the things they do they, they do it for the money, right? This guy, he was caught, and one of the big reasons he was caught is because he was in the United Kingdom, and the United Kingdom plays by the same rules we play by. FBI identified him. They extradited him here. He's going to face trial, and he's going to be hes going be messed up for the rest of his life. Um, if this guy was in Russia or China or North Korea or Iran, you probably would never touch him. We'd probably never touch him. Touch this guy. And that goes back to the whole, it's not just policing. This guy, this time, it was policing. The FBI is a police organization, law enforcement organization. Um, They were able to work within the legal framework of police and policing and work with the United Kingdom to get this cat pulled back here. Um, That's why they do it. They do it for the money, and they're going to continue to do it for money. And this ransomware was not, this was kind of the opposite of what we see in a lot of more where they encrypt your data and then maybe they take a copy of it. This one, they took a copy. They didn't encrypt the data. They took a copy and they said, Hey, we're going to release this stuff. Um, if you don't pay, And it looks like I'm assuming if they, if they want him to pay about a million and a half dollars in restitution, he got some money. They got dark overlord, got some money out of all this. Um, so, Senior Counsel Laura Kate Bernstein of the Criminal Division, Criminal Division's Computer Crime and Intellectual Property uh, Section (CCIPS), and Assistant U.S. Attorney Gwendolyn Carolyn prosecuted the case. Um, so, yeah, some some vindication for the victims of these things. So, the Department is just out doing what they can, um, but sometimes, you know. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can't grab hold of these guys. Sometimes there are the countries that won't extradite uh, for one reason or another. We know there's there's a ton of cases of that, or they just claim it with them. Um. Here we go. Eric says I don't have a degree in IT, hoping to get my foot in a job uh, and then maybe attain one. And that's you know that's a lot of people do that. You get a job that that will pay you know. Tuition assistance, part of your degree, part of it. Because um, degrees are expensive. Degrees are, are expensive. So I don't know, yeah. And I don't think, to get your foot in the door, I don't think you should have to have a degree. Um, that's, I, I'm going to be you know beating this up as much as I can. Uh, if you're a U.S. citizen, how does that come into play with the clearance? If you are, most U.S. citizens, you know, um, Eric, I'm not quite sure that that question. Um, You can get a clearance, it's hard to get a clearance. Normally normally you'll have to go through a process, it's catch 22 too. Um, Many jobs require clearance, either confidential secret or top secret. And then within those, there's all kinds of things like special access programs or uh, compartments, all kinds of things are uh, in addition to that. But you, you have to have a job that requires a clearance to get a clearance. But sometimes you have to have a clearance to get a job that requires a clearance. It, it, it's a weird situation. Um, honestly, I got my clearance in the military. And then when I went to work for the civilian world, I already had it. Um, sometimes you can take a job as a GS employee and get a clearance. But it's hard. <laughs> that's, that's Getting in the GS system is a whole whole nother can of worms. That's a messed up system. If I've ever seen one, I was a GS for three years. That was messed up. Um, there are some, some ways you can go in. If you're a veteran, something called the uh, I think it's Veterans Rehabilitation Act or something like that where you can get uh, kind of a direct appointment into a job. You, can, you don't have to go through the normal normal process. But, yeah, how does it come in? I'm, 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 I need a little more information, Eric. I'm not quite sure what you're asking there. How does that come into play with the clearance? Um, being a U.S. citizen definitely helps in getting your clearance. It probably speeds up the process but you don't have to be a u.s citizen to get a clearance if that's what you're asking um you can get a clearance without being a u.s citizen happens all the time truly i haven't seen you for a while how have you been um yeah yeah amazing how this guy was so intelligent yet he wasted his intellect with crime if you'd put that a lot of people see that money a lot of people see that money and just go for it i you know they just it's like anything else. They they see the easy payoff when, you know, you got to get, like like we're talking about here, maybe it's hard, maybe he had the intellect, all that experience, he knew, knew what to do and he couldn't get a job, so he just turned to this life where you really don't need a good clean resume to get a job as a, a criminal, right? I'm not sure what these guys are thinking when they go into this world. I can see a lot of them being lured into it by the cash. I mean, they can they, there's fist loads of money being made there now. But it's like anything else, you know. It's it's illegal, and eventually something is going to happen to you. Something's going to happen to you if you're in Russia or North Korea or China or any of the other countries that don't extradite. Something eventually there's there's a bad end ahead of you. Um, something's going to happen in the end that you're not going to like. It's just not going to be good. And if you're bad, if it's bad enough, you know they'll they'll come get you. I'll come get you so you end up in a country where they can extradite you can't go through a country that they'll extradite um you know if they, if they can get a hold of that they being the fbi or law enforcement agencies that are after you can get a hold of you they will um the issue we have right now is obviously so many countries don't extradite or, or turn a blind eye to this hacking ransomware kind of stuff but you're right it's amazing Some of these smart people, some really, really smart people are doing, you know, in my mind, evil and dastardly things. They're just coming after you, but they're, they're, they are. You can't say they're, you know, this thought of all the hackers being, you know, dumb script kiddies living in someone's basement is, is a misnomer. That's, that's not the truth. There are incredibly smart people out there doing incredibly bad things. And that's why we need to keep our game up. That's why we need to keep ahead of the game. Chrome? Chrome, man. What are you doing? Google Chrome bugs open browsers to attack. There's a bunch of bugs in Google Chrome. So Google stomped out several serious code execution flaws in its Chrome browser. Um, To exploit the flaw, attackers would merely need to convince a target to visit a specially crafted web page via phishing. Or other social engineering lures. And we know that. We know we try, the, the the bad guy is always going to try to social engineer folks. Try to get you to go to the bad website. Um, try to get you to open the link. All these things that they do with fishing, spearfishing, whaling, fishing, all these things. They want you to go to the link. Go to the link. It's all going to be fine. It's all going to be cool. Just go to the link and you'll get the free download. You'll get the free coupon for. Um, you know, so much percentage off. You're going to get the, the the free thing, the easy thing. Just go to the link. We're going to, you know, you've won a prize. Go, just go to the link, click the link. That's all we want. So you go to the webpage with a Chrome, with your Chrome browser, and you're going to be, you're going to be vulnerable to these attacks. And the article goes on to say, uh, who is saying this? According to Google's Tuesday security advisory, Depending on the privileges associated with the application, an an attacker could view, change, or delete data. If the application has been configured to have fewer rights on the system, exploitation uh, of the most severe of these vulnerabilities could have less impact than if it was configured with administrative rights. So depending on the level of access the application has, uh, is how much damage they can do to your system. So there's a string of CVEs. They're all CVE 2020s uh, 15960, 961, 62, 65, 63. Um, they cover everything high severity flaws, out of bounds read error in storage. Um, Uh, attacker who convinced a user to install malicious extensions, perform sandbox escapes, Um, remote remote attacker could potentially perform out-of-bounds memory access, and open-source JavaScript engine developed by Chromium Project, and Chrome Browser uh, has a out-of-bands write flaw. So... Google says there's currently no reports of vulnerabilities being exploited in the wild, which is a good thing because the patch for these things, right? There's all these flaws and the patch is available, but it's not well, it's not it's not available. It's apparently the patch is made, but it's not available, right? So what you want, you you want your Chrome to be at 85.0 uh 4183.121 121 121 is what you want on the end there the the last the minor minor revision numbers 121 so uh 4183.121 is what you want uh check this morning i'm not at that i'm at like 101 and there are no updates available so this available isn't this this update's not yet available and i think google's hanging out on the there is nothing in the wild that can exploit this but we got the fix so google stomped out several starts google stomped out several serious code execution flaws in its chrome browser um yeah google's release uh for windows mac and linux fixes 10 security flaws we talked about five of them in this article and this article, this is Lindsay O'Donnell from ThreatPost talks about this. But the, the the patches aren't out yet. The patch, the update's not out. So hopefully it'll come out today to fix these things. Even though there's no exploit in the wild, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm of the belief that if there's a, a flaw, you need to go ahead and fix it. Um, so that's, that's, that's our friend Chrome. Chrome, 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 Chrome. Um, this is the bonus your bonus story of the morning. Bonus story, Call of Duty. Um a lot of play, a lot of people play Call of Duty. I like Call of Duty. I don't have a lot of time to play games, but um yesterday this came out yesterday. I think it came out a little, a little before this. This this, this article this article is from Forbes. Forbes um Davy Winder Davey Winder is a cybersecurity reporter. I report and analyze breaking c- cybersecurity and privacy stories as senior contributor to Forbes. According to reports, more than 500,000 Activision accounts may have been hacked with login data compromised. The eSports site uh, Dexterto reported the data breach occurred on Sunday, September 20th, And the credential access to the accounts are being leaked publicly, and the account details uh, change to prevent recovery of the rightful owner. So people going in and changing the account so the the original owner can't get in there. Um, Obviously, if this is true, it's an attack on Activision accounts, but there's also that risk we talk about all the time, of credential stuffing. People using the same credentials on multiple systems, so maybe their Activision account is the same thing as their banking account, password or username, or combination of both. Um, Activision accounts are mostly used by players of the hugely popular Call of Duty franchise. Several esports and gaming accounts on Twitter are also reported, uh, reported the suspected breach. The first one was at Okami, founder of Respondable, who tweeted, It's legit, because that's all he he's reported. However, an Activision spokesperson issued the following statement yesterday, the 22nd. Activision call of duty accounts have not been compromised. Reports suggest otherwise are not accurate. We investigate all privacy concerns. As always, we recommend that players take precautions to protect their accounts at all times. Please visit our player support page for further information, including helpful setup tips and step-by-step instructions. And They got a link to the instructions there. Uh, The advice offered by Activision is comprehensive, but missing normal recommendations that you should also activate two-factor authentication. Uh, to protect your account the reason being that it appears that it isn't an option for activision accounts so is this true or is this not true has activision's database been breached well for one i think you know if it has been breached activision is just going the, the just the wrong way by saying it hasn't um that's one thing. To me, if, if you're a, a large corporation like Activision, um, are, they part of, are they part of Blizzard, I think? Um, anyways, if you're part of Activision and you have a breach, you have to report it. And maybe there's something, maybe the FBI, maybe they're doing some investigation, maybe there's something else going on we don't know about, which is entirely possible. My advice would be also, I'll, if you've got an Activision account just for hygiene's sake go in and change your password um, please 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 don't use that same password or password and username combination on other sites that's obviously makes you vulnerable to con- credential stuffing and if you have used that same password in other places change it everywhere A- and get something like lastpass or s- some type of password vault so you can have different passwords on different systems. Um, we get in so much trouble by developing a nice strong password and using it all over the place. Cause then we have a if this is if this is truly a breach, which I'm not saying it is, because you got one side saying it's a breach, and then you got the holder of the account saying it's not a breach. I, I don't know if it is, but err on the side of caution and just change your password. And if you have that, if you have been using that on other Places, change all of them to something new and and get them rotated out. I don't know. I don't know. I can see it would be possible that if this was a big investigation, that Activision would be maybe guided by someone in law enforcement to say there's no breach if there was the chance of of maybe tracking down the bad guy, um, getting more information. Um, make sure I was. there once in while, I'll get a, a, a note, note saying that my volume is low or something's going weird on the on the broadcast. Want to make sure we're getting that. So yeah, if you're if you've got an Activision account, go ahead and change the password today. Go ahead and get that thing taken care of. Take care of your Call of Duty account, your Activision account. Oh, Russia, Russia, Russia. So our last news story of the morning. Um, German authorities are probing a cyber attack on a hospital's IT system that led to a fatal delay in the treatment of a critically ill woman. Um, They believe the software can be traced back to Russian hackers. Um, Again, unfortunate, 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 unfortunate that this happened um, essentially what happened is the the ambulance was trying to get a woman to a hospital the hosp- the closest hospital was under a ransomware attack so they had to divert to another hospital by the time they got to the other hospital the this poor lady died so in an update lawmakers uh, published on Tuesday prosecutors wrote that hackers used malware malware known as double paymer to disable computers at the Dusseldorf University Hospital on September 10th, aiming to encrypt data and demand payment to unlock it again. The same ransomware was used in cyber attacks around the world, carried out by a group of hackers that, according to a private security firm, is based in Russia, the report said. Um, the attack saw the hospital's computer system become disconnected from the ambulance network, A severely ill woman was therefore admitted to a hospital further away in uh, Verpital and died shortly after. The longer distance that the ambulance had to travel led to an hour's delay before the medical staff were able to treat her. Cologne prosecutors later, uh, last week, opened an investigation into the involuntary manslaughter against the unknown suspects over the woman's death. If charges are brought, it would be a rare case of hacking with deadly consequences. Investigators suspect that the hacker had not meant to hit the hospital um, with the actual target, though thought to have been affiliated with Heinrich Hein University in Dusseldorf. Los- local police were able to contact the hackers during the attack and tell them patients' life were at risk, prompting the hackers to hand over the decryption key before breaking off communications. Um, so they did the, the bad guys in this case, when the police came to say, hey, you're killing people, they handed the keys over to decrypt the data. The hackers are saying they thought, you know, they, the investigators, actually not the hackers, the investigators are saying they thought the attackers thought they were attacking someone else, Heinrich Hein University in Dusseldorf, um, and end up ha- attacking the hospital instead. But this is this is you know we, we talked about this when it happened. We talked about it right after it happened. You know what is um and you know, what is the consequence for these guys? They're hanging out in Russia. If the if this is true, they're hanging out in Russia. You can't get to them. Um, even if you identify them, Russia is probably not going to extradite them. It's not going to delay r- slow ransomware down at all because we know the purpose of ransomware is to make money and they're making money so that's not going to slow down any um do they see one death as a collateral damage probably more than likely doesn't it doesn't really impact the hackers they probably feel okay because they turn the keys back over and unlock the university unlock the hospital uh you know what is the you know you got to go back to the 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 principles of keeping these folks out to start with Um, stopping the attack as far as you can left on the kill chain as far as you can on the bow tie as far as you can on the left side um, as possible we've got to do that but other than that i don't you know what 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 do you do to these folks so you know they're going to keep coming after us so we got to secure everything we can got to be as secure as we possibly can especially in Situations like this, hospitals, folks that are holding PII and sensitive information, um, gotta gotta stop the, stop the bad guy. We gotta get better and better at our game because the bad guy is getting more advanced and more organized on their side. They're they're forming collectives, they're forming forming allies and associations, they're forming cartels. Um, the North Koreans are working with the Russians. The Maze is building a a a group a cartel of ransomware hackers. They're becoming organized. We need to become collectively organized to defend ourselves as well. Um, we need to do that. Um, so obviously, that's that's what we're all about. That's where we're trying to get everybody where they need to go. So that's that's the last. That's your last cyber news story of the morning. Oh, Russia. Russia tied to that. Figured one of those, one of the groups would be uh, behind that. And why they do it? They do it. Do it for the money, generally. The ransomware folks do it generally do it for the money. There's some folks like um, some of the North Korean hackers. They do it for money or intelligence. Whatever they can find. They're going to kind of scavenge up anything they can. If they can find intelligence, they'll pass that along. If they get money, they'll pass that along. That's bad. Bad news, guys. How do we protect ourselves? A little sunshine coming in today. Sunshine over, over my shoulder. So we get those weird stripes there. Today, today, today for your water cooler. Talk around the water cooler. Oh, uh, Today is, is dogs in politics day. And this is, a lot of you folks may not like him. I don't know if you do or you don't. Nixon, Nixon kind of started this this day in politics day. It's also known as checkers day. On September 23, 1952, Senator Richard Nixon of California gave a televised and radio broadcast address to refute charges that he gave some 18, 000, used some $18,000 of campaign funds for personal use. Uh, he was uh, on a presidential ticket with Dwight D. Eisenhower, former World War II Supreme Allied Commander. Uh, they were run against uh, uh, Adele Stevenson. So he he says, you know, he didn't use the money for that, um, but he was given a dog, and he was going to keep the dog, and the dog's name was Checkers, and that really became the Checkers speech, and that's why today is Dogs in Politics Day. There's obviously. Obviously, more to read about this in the in the link from dogtime.com. Talks all about Checkers. Talks all about the speech and um, what you need to know. Checkers died in 1964 and buried in Bride, a wee pet cemetery located in Long Island, New York. Um, nice. 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 Uh, what you got? What you got? One of you have to be a U.S. citizen before you can attain a security clearance. Yeah, you can get one without being, being a. Being, a, being a citizen. Yes, you can. Um, yeah, I, was, <laughs> I spent some time. You know, it's it's funny. Um, ex Patriots. I I, I I met a guy. In my in my previous career in in one of the. Organization he worked for, he worked for a, a three letter agency. But he had um, he was former member of the Communist Party. Uh, his he escaped the Soviet Union, um, and he had he had written some books in the the Soviet Union, and was unable to publish them because he was Jewish. Which, you know, there's a whole thing about that, about religion in the communist countries, socialist countries. It won't go down that road. But the only way he could publish in the Soviet Union, the only way he could get books published in the Soviet Union was to join the communist party. Um, so when he defected, when his, he and his family defected to the United States, they, um, <laughs> smart guy, really smart guy. Um, and he went to work, he needed a clearance for his job later on um so he actually you know when he went through that he was able to get a clearance um and probably the only person i know who held a clearance in the united states was also a member of the communist party um obviously still not and not active but that's the only way he gets his book published he was in the soviet union you got it, got it there's all kinds of rules in communist socialist countries he could not i guess we used to when i was, I was stationed in berlin west berlin when east berlin was there it's when the communists were right across the river you say uh, in the communist countries everyone's equal just some people are more equal um, <laughs> some, some i'm glad when that so that country was reunited and reunified and became one germany again because that's some of those folks on the other side of the river had uh, on the other side of the border on the other side of the wall had a rough life it really really did so that's your stories for today. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, Eric, very, very sad. Um, very sad that lady died um, because of a, of a hacking attack. Could happen all over the place, though. Could happen all over the place. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully it gets this thing under control. So that's your story of the day. That's what we're talking about today. Go out there. If you do have that Activision account, go ahead and change your password today. If you've got that same password other places, go ahead and change it on those other places too because we don't want you to fall victim to credential stuffing. If you're going out and you're talking to your friends, this may be one thing that a lot of your non-techie friends are doing is they're playing Call of Duty. I know a lot, a lot of people. There's 500,000 people that have accounts. A lot of people have this Call of Duty accounts. If you talk to them today, let them know they need to go in. Even though Activision says it's not a thing, the other side saying it is a thing, err on the side of caution. Err on the side of caution and change your password. It it can't hurt because we've seen things like this change in the past where later they said, well, yeah, we we did have a breach, but we were working with Agency X to track the people down and we couldn't say anything until a week later or whatever. Uh, Not saying that's the case here, but just in case, change your password. Change your password. So, ladies and gentlemen, that rounds us out for the day. I hope you've got good things planned for your Wednesday. Um, if you want to be a mentor or if you're looking for a mentor, go to cyber-recon.com front mentorship. There's a form there to volunteer to be a mentor. There's a form there to volunteer looking or, There's a form there looking for a mentor. Eric, don't worry about you. We got we got you covered. You don't have to do that. Um, love to see more people get in this program. We're just getting it off the ground. This is this is we're running down the runway with this thing. We want to get it going. Help people get to these jobs. Help fill these jobs. Let's let's get people into security. Let's get people into risk. Let's get people into cyber security jobs where we need them and get them trained up on the stuff that we need them trained on. That's I'm going to take I'm going to take a minute or two at the end here. One of my just heartburns about a formal education is college education. There's good and bad to, to college education. Don't get me wrong there. But it's so focused on a curriculum, it's not really focused on what is needed for a particular job. And if we know there's a series of jobs out there that require four or five different specific skill sets, as mentors, we can go in and say, go do these five things, learn these five things. This is what we need to do that. Cause I, I, I was an adjunct professor at a number of colleges to change a program like that, to get that into a, a program takes years, sometimes years, at least, at least one, and sometimes several years to get something like that built into a curriculum program. And it just, it, it's, it's, Slow and cumbersome. So there is a reason to have degrees, but we need to have a more agile way to put people in the field where we say, we need people with these five skills and we need them in six months. You're not going to be able to do that with a formal program, not a formal college system. So we need something to help. Maybe the mentors are in a position where they say, I can see where we need these things in, in the next six months. Let's get people skilled up on them. Let's get them trained up on those things. Let's uh, get off my soapbox. There's a lot, a lot around this education that that I think we need to work on, we need to fix. Um, some places we need formal education, some places we don't need formal education. That's a u- university education, a, a college education. Some places we need just just training, educated uh, in other ways. That's another thing that got me on that when we talked to the young man from Navy veteran. He's like, yeah, I, I you know, I talked to people. I was self-trained, and he, he got the certification, so he was self-trained and was able to certify. He says a lot of people looked at him like he was crazy. That that was a bad thing. Uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. So, anyways, that's what I got to say. I hope you guys and gals. I always use guys, gender neutral. Please don't get mad at me. Um, go out there, have a great day. Take care of your friends, your family, your co-workers, each other. Build a community. That's what we're about. Let's build a security community around us and take care of each other. Um, If you haven't, share with your friends. Like, subscribe, comment, hit the bell. To be notified if you want to listen to this later on iTunes or you haven't, you know, tomorrow's episode. Whatever. They're all on iTunes. They're all on Spotify. They're all on Amazon Podcasts. They're all out there. If you want to grab them, download them, listen to them, whatever. Um, Take them with you. That's all up to you. It's all out there. I appreciate you being part of the show this morning, coming in, getting up, and, and being here. Uh, go out and do great things today. The the Bravos would say go get some. I'll say it for them this morning. Go get some. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Every weekday we're here. 7.30 a.m. East Coast time. Available play cat, playback later in the day and on podcasts. So uh, until tomorrow at 7.30... We will uh, see you then. Be careful out there.